Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> How are you being today? <laughs> I'm being great. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You know what's great about you today? Tell me. Your hair is amazing. Thank you. You always Feeling do a great it. job with your hair. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I lo- appreciate it. And I love messing up your hair. Too. Yes. <laughs> I love you messing up my hair too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Nice. Uh, today we're going to talk about fasting, but before we get started... I just uh, want to know if you would share, Nance, a, a real quick show note. Yeah, absolutely. So our request is that you please subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star review, and share it with one realtor that you know that needs to hear this, because we all know a bunch of realtors that definitely, not only do we know a bunch of realtors, but we know a bunch of realtors that need to hear how to create balance in their intimate relationships just like their super successful real estate business. So if you'd like to connect with us, you can certainly DM us on Instagram at sex money real estate or email us sex money real estate at gmail.com. Nice, nice. And it could be a realtor, uh realtor or realtors, partners or uh part uh yeah, couples. any real estate industry couple yeah, for sure. Mortgage mortgage brokers. Mm-hmm. I know we know a couple of those husband wife teams. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, you know, and if you know of an entrepreneur in general, a husband, wife team that work together that uh, this message would resonate with, uh, please connect us with them as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So we like to start off every episode. Yes. As you know, with magic. It is true. And uh, if you haven't uh, memorized it yet. We'll let you know again what how we define magic, and it's as a way to as uh, it's your ability to influence uh, ourselves, others, and life in an empowering way. Mm-hmm. And that being said, baby, I bet you you have some magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. Gosh, there's so much magic. Uh, today's magic, as you alluded to earlier, is um, around fasting, since mm. that's our our episode topic today. So. We're fasting. I'm fasting. Uh, we are on day four or five, depending on how you look at it. Right. And uh, what we decided to do is continue our 30-hour water fast, which we typically do from Sunday after dinner until Tuesday morning when we break it our fast with uh, a salad for breakfast mm-hmm. on Tuesday morning. So that's our 30-hour water fast. And again, this week we decided to take it forward. Um, there's definitely some, um, I'm receiving some feedback in my knees and I don't ever receive feedback in my knees. And so metaphysically feedback in your knees represents the, um, pride or the ego and, um, really moving forward in life. And so, when I look at that metaphysical meaning, I then translate it into what's going on in my thoughts or my beliefs or maybe a paradigm, which is a set of thoughts and beliefs that right. um, no longer serve me. And fasting is my way of 
getting through to the spiritual side of things because food is very grounding. It's very grounding in the physical sense, in the physical mm, form. Right. And so when I choose, voluntarily choose to fast, it releases obviously the food intake. And so we've been um, utilizing water and um, tea and um, juice, um, fresh pressed juice that uh, allows me to get into that spiritual space. And it really supports me in moving, um, moving in that space moving in a state of love as I like to get to it mm. as opposed to being in a state of fear or judgment. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I just ate that whatever that was and now I feel like crap about it. And now, you know, using that energy to move through something that you're ready to release or heal doesn't serve me. So I prefer to fast, get into that spiritual space, into that very, um, the essence of that and then move through those things. So I'm, uh, I'm doing it. I, you know, things are definitely coming up for healing and, um, and it's fascinating. And frankly, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of physical aspects to fasting too, but I'm not going to use a lot, utilize this magic time for that. Cool. cool. My, uh, my knees are feeling better. <laughs> all How right. About that? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And yeah, fasting is amazing. It's amazing magic and, uh, it's, um, it's amazing that we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am uh, fasting as well, and I appreciate your support so much. Mm-hmm. And I think it is powerful to have a partner to do things with such as these that can be a little more challenging so that you have, uh, you know, if, if you're not surrounded by a community, uh, which we are fortunate enough to have a community to lean on, but, and when uh, you have another partner you can lean on too and, and be in the middle of it with, that's uh, always so helpful as well. So mm-hmm. thank you. And I love you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I then, you know, too. for me, fasting is all the stuff that you said, right? It's all of that. And then for me, it's also remembering that I always have choice. You know, a lot of times I can believe that I have to do something or I need to do something and I don't have any choice in the matter. You know, and when, when the fact is, I always have a choice about how I choose to relate to things and, and really ultimately relate to food, right? Because food is one of those <laughs> crazy things where, you know, we kind of, we, we have, uh, I can have like this love hate relationship with, you can judge the crap out of it, uh, for what you're putting in your mouth, or you can really love it. And, uh, and you know, the thing is you can love it all. You can mm-hmm. love the piece of chocolate cake and you can love the organic apple, mm-hmm. you know? And so how that, how that remembering choice for me really resonates as it ripples through the rest of the decisions in my life, you know, whether, you know, to choose to hang out with a client or not, or, or take that phone call when I'm hanging out with family or, or, or take the phone call or not when I'm from a client, when I'm hanging out with, uh, with myself, you know, and choosing me time. And so, uh, you know, choice, uh, always remembering choice for me is, uh, is magic. So I appreciate the reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. So what is intermittent fasting? Well, intermittent fasting is, uh, the way I've, I've seen it done and I, I can't say like I've done a ton of research on it, but I know that, uh, for a lot of people it's, it's fasting, from maybe dinner time the night before until noon, noon the next day. Is that is that your understanding as mm-hmm. well? Or yeah, I mean it's just it's different. It's it's fasting for different periods of time uh, from specific foods as well. So like if you take your you eat dinner the night before and then you fast 
and you can eat, you can choose to eat for your duration of time. So pick your eight hour time frame in which you're eating. So it's like an eight hour, you think, or is it 24 hour and intermittent as well? No, I'm saying you eat within those eight hours. So if you, if you fast from dinner until noon the next day, then all your meals are between 12 and eight or 11 to seven or nine to five. It's just however that fits your lifestyle with that, that period of time. Got it. So cool. So we, you know, I guess we take it a step in that we choose a 30 hour time right. frame. I mean, you can choose a 24 hour time frame or an 18 hour time frame, but we choose a 30 hour time frame to, you know, and again, it's Sunday, Sunday evening, all day Monday, and then Tuesday morning we break fast with a with a salad for breakfast mm-hmm. and usually some eggs or egg whites and um and it's 30 hours so it's water and tea yes and it's totally beautiful we've been doing it for a while and um i do know that uh you know sometimes we'll incorporate um intermittent fasting into our week as well mm-hmm. as, as you define it just now mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we have been we've been fasting on mondays for I've figured out six years already. Come on. Yeah, that's crazy. Flies by. Yeah. And then for a while, we were doing Monday and Wednesdays. So we would fast. We'd break fast on Tuesday, and then we would eat, you know, our typical lifestyle foods Mm -hmm. on Tuesday. And then at Tuesday night, we would, that would be our meal, our, our, we would complete Tuesday with that meal, would not fast, or excuse me, would fast all day Wednesday, and then we would break fast again on Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. So we did that Monday and Tuesdays, excuse me, Monday and Wednesdays, we did that for five years. Yes. So, and then over the last year or two, we've, we've you know, we'll do a 24-hour um, from Tuesday to, to Wednesday night. To Wednesday night after mm-hmm. you typically work out on Wednesday nights while uh, our one kid is in karate. So right. that right. it just works out. Right. Cool. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a lot of reasons to fast, right? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. there, what are some, I mean, I talked about, you know, that it reminds us to, uh, for about choice, right? I mean, why do we fast? Because there's a reminder of choice, how we relate to circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, how we respond to our clients and lenders and buyers and sellers and moving through the whole, you know, thousand and one things that we do mm-hmm. uh, as, as agents, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, it's fascinating because as you know, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but this is a very emotional process Mm -hmm. for everybody involved. High stress, high stress. Yep. And so it feels like a lot of the time, like you don't have choice or you're victim to what the lender says, or you're victim to what underwriting says, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you're victim to, you know, that inspection amendment from the seller when they say no. I mean, it's, it's all, it's all really interesting. And so again, it reminds us of those choices and how we relate yep. to those circumstances. So it lets us observe our attachments to things in life, for sure, mm-hmm. to the lenders and to the to that kind of stuff. It's And, you know, the other thing is life is very intoxicating. Yes, it is. I mean, how quickly you can detox more than you intox, right? Is that what we talk about? Mm-hmm. Bring uh, in toxins. Bring in toxins, yeah, remove intox. toxins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you get rid of those those toxins in your body, you you facilitate internal healing. Um, you know, and and the fast helps remove waste more quickly, and uh, ultimately, from a physical standpoint, increases your immunity. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice if you didn't, uh, for a lot of folks to not get as sick uh, as they as they 
they they do those two or three times every winter mm-hmm. or the seasonal change or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like the awareness that it creates. If we could just talk about that for a second okay. around fasting. And honestly, it you become very aware that you don't need as much as we think that mm-hmm. we need. Like the portions of food on our plate yep. or the gigantic closets <laughs> that are in these houses. You know, some of these houses have, gig- I mean, they're rooms at the size of closets and, um, or excuse me, the closets are a size of rooms and it's. Oh, you it's, mean for all the clothes yeah, and shoes yeah. and all that, all those attachments. Yes. 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 But you just, there's, and you know, again, it's the amount of possessions. <laughs> and pantries too. Yeah. The pantry. <laughs> pantries are big. With the I secret, mean, with the <laughs> secret hiding doors. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's uh, it's the awareness around we don't need as much as we think we need. Yes. And, um, and I think that that's very refreshing because I will share with you the number one question that I get when people, you know, find out or like, we'll, ju- we'll just be very conversational about mm-hmm. it. And they're like, you know, and we're talking about fasting. And they're like, what do you, what do you mean you fast? You, you don't die? Like, <laughs> aren't you starving? And right. I'm like, no, I'm not starving at all. Quite the opposite. Yeah. So it's yeah. um and it's what's great about it is, you know, as you move away from the hunger, you get more into the the spiritual download. Mm-hmm. You know, you I think you you talk about that in yeah. your magic, yeah. right? Just uh being able to to listen to spirit a little bit more and and trust yourself. You know, because that's what it is, right? I mean, if you're listening to spirit, you're really trusting yourself more mm-hmm. and it's you know, always beautiful. I I know a lot of people are always looking to uh for those those spiritual downloads to mm-hmm. to help guide them through Yes. Uh, deals and life and relationships and all the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. So I like that. I like that a lot. And then I guess on that point also, it really reminds us to have compassion for people and their um, attachments and where they are with things and just to love them where they are in mm-hmm. their process. Totally. You know, so I, uh, I appreciate that aspect of it too. I really do. And then lastly, I love being the example, you know, for, for people. And, you know, the, the first people, <laughs> the first people that come up for me are our boys. They're, They're people. people, right? <laughs> They're people. <laughs> they are people. And, <laughs> and uh, they uh, have voluntarily started to fast from Sunday nights until uh, Mondays at noon. And mm-hmm. they break fast with their, uh, their lunch at school. Their lunch at school, oh, yeah. Totally beautiful. They love it. They start out by... Uh, you know, doing maybe like a fruit smoothie or something in the morning, something, you know, obviously liquid, uh, and then water all the way through. And, uh, and this is all recent stuff. I mean, we've been fasting like the, for, yeah. like you said, six years and they started fasting probably at the end of 2000. Well, it's been about six months. Oh well, yeah. Probably about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were having a conversation around it and, uh, we suggested it and they were open to it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Have you like, guys ever thought about doing the water fast mm-hmm, with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they have been fasting, though. And I think we get into that a little bit later, too, about, um, you know, just different habits associated with fasting physically. Yeah, like, they yeah. would put themselves on a dessert fast. Right, or where a they sugar fast. Or, yes, yeah. where they wouldn't eat sugar Monday through Friday. And then they would have their one dessert on Saturday and their one dessert. Or they would have dessert on Friday and dessert on Saturday and then not Sunday. So it's, and they've been doing this a lot. Yeah, you know we do meatless Mondays. Well, we obviously do meatless Mondays because right. we don't eat. But they, you know, <laughs> but funny. they uh, they voluntarily do meatless Mondays and stuff. So it's um, yeah, it's wild. It's it's really wild. 
And again, it's their choice. I mean, that's the whole conversation with them is that this is your choice. This isn't something that mommy and daddy are telling you that you have to do. Like building the relationship Mm -hmm. with choice, building the relationship around releasing or just maybe even identifying the attachments first and then uh, releasing that association, that emotional um, eating component. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it shows up for them. I I feel like their spirits are lighter when they... uh when they fast. Yeah. Well, I knew, I knew that there was impacting them when they went from the fruit smoothies and the choice to do the water. And sometimes they'll have a cup of tea in the morning or something, but the, um, yeah, I, yeah, that was definitely an impactful moment when they personally made the switch. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not doing the fruit. Yeah. That was very organic. That, Mm -hmm. that, that transition between the food or Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, the smoothie and the, uh, and the water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like totally organic. Like one morning, they got up and like, no, we're okay. Yeah, we're just gonna drink a lot of water. Yeah, you know. And uh, Re- Rex, in particular, chugs <laughs> a lot of water in the morning. Well, I don't know how he makes it through school. Well, but. because that's the other thing. He said he. They actually both told me that that their Mondays between until you know lunch. So breakfast to lunch on Mondays is when they drink the most amount of water. And I was like, well, gosh, guys, that's awesome. So they definitely get in a lot. I mean, they drink probably half a gallon of water. Maybe we should see if they want to do another day. In that time frame. I don't know. It's worth a shot. Who and knows? then, you know, getting back to real estate, I mean, the attachments show up all over real estate. Oh, my right? gosh. Yes. What do you mean when you say that? <laughs> right. The attachment to the sale or the closing. Uh, no longer, you know, when it's really no longer about the clients or, and their best needs. Um, you know, it, it, you feel like you got to get that check, you're attached to the money or... Well, I think that's really important that we hit that for a second because that's the... Because when you start cashing that check, and and we've done it before. I mean, you know, years ago, we would would get very attached to cashing that check before it actually was even through due diligence, really. Yeah, it was was like, oh, it went under contract and we were already spending the check. mm -hmm. Very attached to... The outcome, for sure. Completely. Which, in that moment, that it no longer is about the client and having a, an amazing client experience. It mm-hmm. becomes about, what do I need to do? Like, the intention is very different now. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do to make sure that this closes so I can get X? Mm-hmm. And that's not how we do business at all. Or And it's 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 not appropriate. I mean, it's just not appropriate business it's, practice. It's not. And, the, you know, and the more you practice it, especially when there, you have an abundance of deals, um, the more you can practice it when, you know, there, it feels like there's a scarcity of deals as well. Um, you know, I mean, we've been through lean times, you know, even mm-hmm. in the last few years where yeah. we were like, um, you know what, we've, we've let deals go and haven't forced them, you know, being attached to, attached to the outcome, knowing that, more more deals will show up and uh, everything happens for a reason and you know and stay in flow instead mm-hmm. of trying to force something and mm-hmm. it, it always works out you know where where there was one deal two more show up mm-hmm. I mean it just it's just how it is well when we sold our personal home yeah that was like the epitome of that example mm-hmm. like when we were because we just sold our personal home we were in our house for eighteen years and we just sold our house and we the the buyer skitzed out. It was a first-time home buyer, mm-hmm. and you know, for whatever reason, they had their reasons. They terminated the transaction. We were inspected. We were fixed. We were not that there was a lot to fix, by the way. 
uh, we were repaired. <laughs> so we funny. were uh, through financing contingency, through appraisal contingency. It appraised for $10,000 more than our house was listed for and we yep. were under contract for. Yep. And we were, I think we were like three weeks away from closing or yeah, something we'd already, like that. We'd already, we'd already found already, our new home. Yeah, we, we were invested moved. in the new home. Yes. <laughs> I yes, mean, that's all, right. We were like that weekend we was were in moving. Motion. Everything was in motion. And so they terminated. They they sent over the TNR and we were like, what? And clearly we kept their earnest money. They just gave it to us. They're just like, we're, we're done. Mm-hmm. They just gave it to us. And... um. And so what happened was not a week later, we had an, we went back on the market, we had an open house, and then we went under contract with one of our particular clients right. who is flipping amazing and yeah. she totally loves the house and she's totally in love with the house and we got more, yes. we received more money, we were under contract for more, we were giving away less things yep. and we saved both sides of the commission. Yes, so we actually netted, I think it was twelve or fifteen thousand dollars more than we would have with, with this contract right. and closing on the house than we did the other one. Yep. And that was a perfect example because, guys, it was super stressful. We were, I mean, you know, we're in it and we're we're doing the transaction and we're moving and we've got the boys and the moving truck is coming. It was nuts. And there was a moment where I was, where I was just like, this is crazy. It was very stressful. And, you know, we had very authentic conversations about letting it go and releasing it and mm-hmm. trusting. Did. It was like a... It trusting. Was, yeah. And, you know, there were times where we were in scarcity around it, or I'll say I was in scarcity around it. And we were yeah, having... we had that conversation. And we were, yeah. we, were, we were literally in daily conversations reminding each other about, uh, about the abundance and mm-hmm. not being attached to it, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's not like it's like easy peasy just because you've done it once or twice. I mean, it's... There are... Especially, uh, there can be times where you need daily or hourly or <laughs> to the minute reminders mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, that all is well. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What I think is funny, I'm just moving on. What okay. I think is funny is um, all the food in the office. Oh my gosh. Like the candy outside the office doors or deli sandwiches. When the lenders send it. Yeah. yeah. Do business with me and I'm going to entice yeah. you with food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And then what happens? Is that everybody... Oh, it's like, it is crazy uh-huh. how fast that stuff disappears. Uh-huh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's candy all over the office. Yeah. Lenders are sending sending in food for their little talks and and all the desserts that go with that. And then you have like every other vendor, inspectors and mm-hmm. appraisers. and I mean, they're all sending in like cakes and cookies with their, their signage all over it. Yeah, the cupcakes. The oh, cupcakes yeah. that are all written all over. Amazing. Yeah. And it's not like any of them are like, you know, gluten and dairy free no, or anything. No, no, no. Full on mm-hmm. fat. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, you know, everything's got its place. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, is that, you know, when you have conversation around, well, I've got to eat it because it can't go to waste or, um, well, you know, this way I can save money on buying lunch. Caravans and open houses are notorious for that too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mm-hmm. have to eat this. Mm-hmm. You know, my lender sponsored my open house or my lender sponsored my, my caravan. I have to eat this food. It can't go to waste. Well, I I knew a realtor. This <laughs> may good. be a little off subject, but not really. I knew a uh, an agent that would go specifically to the open houses that gave away wine, oh, and boy. get the bottles of wine. Yeah, I was like, wow, how much two buck chuck can you really drink? <laughs> <laughs> and don't answer that question. Yeah, really. Well, well, I mean, you know, again, it just it shows it it shows up. The attachments the show attachment up everywhere, show up, yeah. and we have a great conduit, you know, with uh, with with real estate, mm-hmm. you know, and we can write it off, 
Right. That too. <laughs> that too. Yes. Oh my gosh. What's the other one? What's the other one that we always... Uh, oh, you mean like at the closing table? Yes. It's hilarious. Yeah. The it's candy the on the table. the biggest bowl of candy ever. Yes. Where were we? Oh my gosh. It was a giant bowl. Like it was like two armfuls bowl. Like the bowl was huge. I yeah. wish you guys could see how... Just hold your arms out as wide as you can and kind of and, make a semicircle. And, and that then, was the bowl. That it was took the up size most of the, the table of, of the attorney yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, for, you know, if, if you're listening in a different part of the country, the, at the escrow, mm-hmm. you know, the escrow table, the escrow attorney. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. And then you can just see the, the, everything come out in that moment, especially with, you know, the buyer or seller who's completely stressed out by the process or the agent that's stressed out by the process. And you can see... You know, it's just one piece after the other. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple more in their mm-hmm. pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I never do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh, this funny. This is a special occasion. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I guess this is lunch. No, mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> yeah, so and funny. we're poking, we're poking fun at this, obviously, right. and yet, you know, I mean, this is this is golly, eighteen years of closings and real estate experience. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's, we've seen a lot at right. the closing table, and uh, and it's it's definitely it's just. It's a lot of attachment and mm-hmm. a lot of emotional eating. And it's us noticing the pattern. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you're right. We are poking fun at it somewhat. Mm-hmm. And it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. It's a pattern. The pattern of attachment? Yes. Okay. Yep, for sure. Yeah. So yep. what's cool about our attorney, though, is, you know, we, we work out or close with our attorney often, our closing attorney. Yeah. And they know us. Oh, yeah. They, they know all about us. <laughs> they do. And I, I love that question. Mm-hmm. What's the question that's that they ask us? Are you guys fasting today? Mm-hmm. And then, the, you know, they know. Because when we walk in, they're like, can I get you, can I get you a, um, a LaCroix or a bottle of water or some tea? And we're like, no. Mm-hmm. Not today. It's fun. And it's then what really other, uh, and then it shows up in other areas of life? Anything else you can... Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I think what shows up in all the areas of their life, I think I would like to go over what an attachment is first before we go through the five wheels. Gotcha. Just just to be clear what we're talking about here, because somebody may be like an attachment. Right. It's not an email attachment. So how do you define an attachment? Um, I would define, my life coach would probably just strangle me right now because I just said, um. <laughs> <laughs> the deep emotional bond to something or someone or habits or beliefs or possessions circumstances mm-hmm. so like when there's this like this tethering feeling uh this this connected feeling to something uh it's definitely something that when you think about it you're unwilling maybe to let it go or maybe you're unwilling to change the way that you do something and we're going to give you some examples in a second and get out of esoteric it's um the getting out of your comfort zone yeah getting out of your comfort zone maybe if you uh participate in changing something new you it creates a sense of sadness like a feeling of loss that's really what or fear right because that's what comes up for me is fear is like if you are, if you're like right now, if you're listening to this podcast and thinking, I can't do a 12 hour water fast and you're, it, and your body is, goes into a little bit of fear and you're, you're making up every excuse of why you can't, mm. 
uh, you are in a fear mode uh, and very attached to, you know, to, to the comfort that you're used to having, mm-hmm. and your the ego, full belly, yeah, and your ego is trying to make you right. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do it because of this, and I can't do it because of that. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're well, gonna, it's a process, and you're not gonna die. <laughs> no, you won't die. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, you think about it. What time somebody goes to bed? So if somebody goes to bed at ten mm-hmm. and they get up at six, that's eight hours already, right? Or if somebody goes to bed at midnight and gets up at eight, that's eight hours. Right. So it's so at twelve hours, yeah, you can certainly do it. That's a couple glasses of water, and yeah, loving yourself, mm-hmm. you know, just saying. and practicing staying present for a couple of hours with mm-hmm. yourself. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and there's healthy attachments and unhealthy attachments, and so what we're really speaking to is the unhealthy attachment. And uh, again, it. It leads to avoiding change or really anything new. The attempt to try anything new, the the um, the unwillingness to try anything new, and uh, like I said already about the attachment is that you feel bad or you may feel sad or you may feel a loss of something um, mm-hmm. when you decide to look at a belief or an emotional aspect of it about the attachment. And then this is crazy. So it really creates a sense of lack of freedom. You know, like when I was thinking about this, you're tied to these relationships. So I, I separated this out into a couple of different categories. And it, I have people, possessions, habits, and beliefs that you, you really get a sense of lack of freedom associated with it. Mm-hmm. Because again, if you're tethered to an un- unhealthy person or an unhealthy relationship or an unhealthy client or unhealthy sexual practices or unhealthy, um, you know, anything of those things that are uh, in relationship to your relationships, you, you are insecure about them. Mm-hmm. You, that's not freedom. That's not uh, joy. That's, that's fear. And uh, again, you know, we're all about creating balance in your intimate relationships and your business and creating abundance and creating maturity and creating joy. I mean, that's the jam method. So that's out. You got to you got to unattach from those things. Um, lack of freedom in possessions. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Too. What car do I drive? How big is my house? What kind of clothes do I wear? Like, you know, think about how many times you regularly purge your home. Mm-hmm. Like our kids know that we go through a process a couple of times a year to where we're donating our things or clearly, you know, they're boys and they're growing very fast. So the, the clothes that they wear, they're going to get recycled. They're mm-hmm. going to get donated to families in need or to church or, or ministries right. or, or whatever. So they're seeing those practices in action, yeah. which I love because it really creates a sense of anti-hoarding. <laughs> Funny. Yes. You know? As far as habits go and the lack of freedom, uh, this is really where that addiction conversation comes in. You're you know, right. Gambling, alcohol, overeating, emotional eating, and then even in business. Right, mm-hmm. like business overproduction. Mm-hmm. You know, PPC where, balance. Yeah, where you, it's not balanced. You no. know, I mean... Just because you're working yourself, working for yourself doesn't give you permission to work 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or 90 hours a week. Or yeah. not, right. I mean, it's, it's just your business does not validate or identify who you are as a person. It, right. It's not. It's not. And then, uh, ooh, your beliefs. 
your unhealthy attachments to memories Mm -hmm. or situations that you replay over and over and over again, just ruminating in your mind. I, uh, (laughs) I looked up the word ruminating and the description was chewing on cud. (laughs) That's hysterical. I thought so too. Just, I mean, but you can picture that just like chewing over and over and over and over. No, it still stays, tastes the same. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and the the thing is about that is you're, you're attached to whatever that feeling was or whatever that, whatever happened in that moment. And you're not present. You're not present. You're, 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 you're missing the currency of where you are right now. Yes. You're missing it. It's, like you're just missing whatever, it. Whatever yeah. it is. Right. Yep. So those are, uh, those are where you can take a look at, at, um, at those attachments and, um, action steps. I mean, we, I thought, uh, we could put the action steps maybe into the, our five wheels, what we define as our five wheels and how we look at things. Okay. And then, um, and then, showcase some powerful habits that they can utilize just again different things to start incorporating this there's no expectation that you incorporate any no, of these no, things you just wear, you wear on what resonates mm-hmm. you know and doesn't have to be like this massive we talked we've talked about this in other podcasts you don't make massive changes in your life because yeah. it's not sustainable yeah right yep. no you start with the little deposits in yourself the little the little things that uh, will add up over time Mm-hmm. So, but getting and getting back to what you uh, what you're hitting at here, Nance, about uh, the five wheels. Let's talk about um, let's so, talk about the physical wheel. Yeah. So the five wheels are physical, social, mental, spiritual, and emotional. Correct. Physical and emotional being connected and very connected and uh, and directly proportional to each other. And think of the mental as the one that's driving the car, if you will. So. When I was, I asked myself a question, which was, what are the types of fasting or cleansing habits, powerful habits associated with each one of these wheels? And so these were some of the things that, that, uh, that we came up with. Cool. So physical digestive system pauses fasting. Yeah. When right? you, when you fit, fa- yeah. When you fast. Yep. Yeah. It gives it, gives it space to do what it's designed to do. Uh, your, di- your digestive system, uh, which, uh, when you give it a pause, then your immunity goes up. Uh, it keeps you in balance to uh, enjoy other experiences. Mm-hmm. Really. And really diverts the energy from mm-hmm. the digestion process and puts it into other parts of your, yeah, other all, parts of your body. All of a sudden your, your liver is a little, little healthier or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, whatever, the, whatever needs attention at that point, your body literally has more energy to, to heal up that area in your life that, uh, that needs it the most. Yes. Creativity mm-hmm. goes up. That's what I experience a lot is that my creativity goes up. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, food from specific types of or uh, f- fasting, fasting. So from specific types of food, like desserts or carbs or meat, mm-hmm. is, a, is a is a great way to fast. Um, and then when you're fasting, um, the intermittent fasting with juice, um, water could be it could be fruit juice if uh, you know that's that's what uh, works for you in that moment. And mm-hmm. we're definitely going to recommend that you get down to some vegetable juices or water, water and tea at some point. Mm-hmm. So you can, do, and you can do 24 hours, intermittent 24, you could do a 30 hour, you could do it for days. We're on day four right now. Of yeah. Juice. Four or five. Is it? This? Yeah. Okay. Almost five. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a juice cleanse, water, tea, coffee cleanse. You can cleanse just about anything, mm-hmm, which, can. which gets into the next the next wheel, which is, which is the social wheel. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk about that? 
Yes. So socially, it's your social environments. We all have them, folks. The toxic people in our circles. <laughs> so you can uh, certainly look up our podcast on um, environments and circles. And essentially, it's removing yourself from certain environments that no longer serve you and putting yourself in very empowering environments uh, that support who you're playing for, mm -hmm. support your goals, support your, well, BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals, right? Nice. So that's, that's social. And then there's uh, mental. This is huge. I mean, it really is. I, I mean, mean, they're all huge, and I think that this is an immediate. This is one that can be implemented. Like right now? now. Yeah. <laughs> so turn off the news. Mm -hmm. it's an ongoing source of fear, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's, uh, news is a, is a fear-based medium. Mm -hmm. It's designed to create fear and hysteria. That's the whole purpose of so, it. Re so release that fear in your life mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever that means to you, your attachment to it, you know? And it, what happens for people around the news is they think, how am I going to, how am I going to find out about something? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. if, if all is well and everything works out, you're going to find out. If there's something you need to know, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to need to know. You're going to find out about you're it. You're going to find out about it. Yep, yes. For sure. Absolutely. So um, let's see. Um, I like putting the phone down, even if it's for a certain you know, portion of hours. We used to, uh, when the boys were little, we used to put our phones down from 4.30 to 7.30 because that mm -hmm. was 4.30, you know, that was the start of the, the evening wind down cycle, the ritual. So it was... Dinner, bath, story time, dressing, playing, you know, that was like our evening ritual. Mm -hmm. And from 4.30 to 7.30, our clients knew, you can call us, but we're not going to get the phone. Like, we're not answering the phone. The TV's off. You know, music's on. It's just, it's beautiful family time. We even had um, out-of-office reminders on our email saying that that there was that time that we mm -hmm. were that we were cleansing from that. So put the phone down. Put it down. You'll be okay. And, you know, in the same vein, <laughs> social media. Mm -hmm. Get off your laptop. Get off your phone. Yep. Uh, get off so all social media, whether it's for an hour or two, depending upon, you know, what level you're at or mm -hmm. an entire day. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're I'm not going to die right. from right. not knowing who yeah. <laughs> baked a cake three days ago that looks amazing mm -hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. So some other things are... are uh, stopping your work day you know like like don't work after a certain period mm -hmm. of time seven o'clock at night you can put brackets in place boundaries in place standards in place that allow you to have um a pretty consistent and a typical work day that you don't need to check t technology or, or any of those things so the other one that i like about this you may not necessarily think of is cleanse from or fast from disempowering language like check your, check your, you know, words have vibrations and, uh, it's very important to cleanse those things that are disempowering, like the judgment words, good, bad, fat, thin, uh, short, tall, um, cursing, Ooh, cursing, you know, mm -hmm. do a, a cursing cleanse. Mm -hmm. uh, the judgment words really mm -hmm. are what you're speaking yeah. of. And then yeah. the cursing words. Yeah. Yeah. Just check it out. Cool. And emotional. Yeah. What were you thinking about emotional? Oh, the emotional wheel? I think that's a big part of his journaling, you know, journaling your emotions, do a stream of conscious journaling for five minutes and don't pick up your pen or pencil, like just 
whatever comes to mind. Don't edit it. Just pure stream of consciousness. And you know, what are what oh, you are mean? The, put your pen down and write, and don't pick it up for five minutes at a time or whatever. Right. Just okay. write. Just write. Just write. Just write. Just write. Your pen does not leave the paper. It's just total stream of consciousness writing. You know, what are your beliefs about your body? What's your beliefs around? Um, uh, childhood traumas, what's your beliefs around adult traumas, what's your beliefs around like any of those emotional things that that could still have uh, pockets of energy that are that are stuffed in your body somewhere like just just mm. pour that out. Yeah, I, I get that for sure. And then what else comes up for me is, um, you know, from the emotional standpoint is if you know, if you're family centered, and it's, uh, and it, it's heavy, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can take a break from your family or you can take a break from those heavy clients or you can take, I mean, you can take some time off for yourself or to put yourself into uh, another environment, especially when it comes to the emotional environment that is going to uplift you and feel, have you feel it lighter. Go to church, go to mm-hmm. a, go to a meetup that uh, around something that you like to do. That's going to, um, you know, again, get some of the, some of the fear-based conversations out of your life and something empowering into your life. Mm-hmm. And cool. some fun, you know, and some fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. And then lastly, that takes us to a spiritual cleanse, baby. Mm-hmm. So again, that's how they're a little bit tied together with the emotional uh, alone time, meditating. Um, yeah, I had a goal this week of spending one hour in silence alone. It's fascinating. It really was. Have you, oh, you did it already? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that why you weren't talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, because it's my choice. <laughs> heard, heard, heard. That's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So spiritual, you know, you get bombarded with spiritual things. There's, there's lots of stuff, whether it's religions or, or, or metaphysical, physical consciousness work. I mean, all of these things. You, you know, you're getting bombarded in this realm as well. And so I like to ask questions about the information I'm receiving. You know, is is this the most powerful information I'm receiving? Is it accurate for where I am? Is it in alignment with the goals that I have for myself and uh, my family and my business? Uh, is it empowering or disempowering information? Does it add to my life experience? Does it take it away? So just some things that you can noodle on. Yeah. Fasting isn't all about the food. Oh, no, not at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. And fasting can be many areas of your life. Just again, you know, like Nancy's saying is, would look at what is not empowering to you in this moment and where you could take a break mm-hmm. and do that. Yep. Yep. You know? And if it's really coming up and, and creating a lot of fear-based conversations in your head, probably more more reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. And we're happy to have conversations about this too. Like if you guys have questions about anything, just shoot us an email or 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 DM us on Instagram at Sex Money Real Estate and we're happy to continue this conversation because this is this is legit. Like I mean all of our conversations are for sure very transparent mm-hmm. and um and this is joyous a big... and and again, I mean it, it it's a big one. Fasting's a, a big one. This is so. a big part of living that PPC balance. Mm-hmm. You know, that balance between work and love and play and mm-hmm. all the stuff in between for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's all choice. It's cool. awesome. So there's this guy that you might have heard of. His name is Buddha. Okay. Yeah. He had, uh, I'm going to leave you with this quote. He said, you only lose what you cling to. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell a joke for a second. 
<laughs> I am full of jokes. You are full of jokes. But uh, not in this moment. You don't have a dad joke you wanted to share with us? Oh my gosh, I have so many dad jokes. Can you think of one? Can I think of one? Um, can I think of one? What What do flatliners, what do flatliners fear the most? What do, oh, flat earthers? Or flat earthers, <laughs> flat earthers. See, see, what do flat earthers fear, the spot. fear the most? They, that's not even how it goes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hang on a second. Okay, okay, okay. So what do flat <laughs> earthers fear the most? Only sphere itself. Sphere. Sphere. Sphere itself. The worst dad joke Oh ever. my gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, you, we'll see you around, baby. Have you shared that with the boys yet? <laughs> no. No, they probably pummel me for that one. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, hanging out with me today, babe. You're welcome. You're and welcome. Thank you all for. I appreciate uh, you too. Thank you. Tuning in and getting turned on and hanging out with us. Mm -hmm. So, all for now, we love you all. Yes, love you. See you soon. Deuces. Deuces. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow the show. I'm Bill Jameson. And I'm Nancy Jameson. And remember, it's, it's a, great a great life. life. Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.